Hello. Welcome again to another word of encouragement for you right out of my living room. Yeah, this is the Zoom studio, which means I'm recording through the program called Zoom. This is a motion video from Pixabay to help us while we're learning and growing about ourselves and others. Today's word of encouragement is number 28 of the year 2022. I am working through all 52 weeks, so you will at least have a word of encouragement from Pastor Deborah and Agape Love. Love is here global teaching ministry each week. Now, there's other teachings that will be posted as well, and I'm sure you get lots of other words of encouragement from other people. So this is just Agape Love. Love is here's global teaching ministry, providing to you freely a weekly word of encouragement. I also do this on Agape Love's other channel for children of all ages, a children's channel on YouTube. It provides words of encouragement for children. You'll also see a lot of them also on this channel, The Hidden Kingdoms. This one's a beautiful motion video from Pixabay. So combined with Zoom and that and my living room with no green screen, so you will see sometimes my background coming through. My hair will look a little strange to you, and I may not be very clear, but the green screens I have are too cumbersome, too big. They're very expensive, and also it takes so much room. I don't have a dedicated room just for recording. I'm sitting among rocking chairs, bookcases, desk, at a small door. Now, my shade is down because I don't need the extra light. This camera I'm using is pretty good right now. So today's word of encouragement for you, as I said, is number 28. The title of it is, Which God Claims You as his inheritance. Hmm. Real important. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for another word of encouragement through Zoom and through the motion videos of Pixabay. We ask you to bless those businesses and companies and the people, for they are so creative and wonderful to help you to be about your business of teaching and going into all of the world to reach people. Father, we ask that you now be about your business of teaching us through your Holy Spirit and your words out of your King James Bible. Father, help us. We need so much learning and growing, understanding, then the wisdom to apply it in our life and in our nation and our community and our families. Only you can help us do that and help us to have understanding of things we don't understand yet. Maybe have never asked these questions to anyone about. But Father, help us all you can. Bring your words of life and spirit to us and help our spirits to understand and then to spread that, this good news that we'll learn to our soul and then for our soul to speak it out through our body so that others may hear the good news of you. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. Okay, 
So the title of number 28 is, Which God Claims You as His Inheritance? We're going to go into the Old Testament of the Bible. 1 Kings 8, 51 through 53. This was King Solomon's prayer to the God, the Lord of Israel. King Solomon was the son of the first king, King David. Verse 51. This is Solomon praying to God. For they, all of humanity, be your people, your family, and your inheritance, he says, which you brought forth out of Egypt, out of slavery and ignorance, oppression to the king, Satan himself, and his kingdom of darkness, to you, to yourself, to your kingdom, through your rulership and your power, through your spirit. When you get born again by believing in him, the God of Israel and his son, Christ Jesus, you get an Egyptian deliverance. Mm -hmm. When you study the Old Testament, you study Egypt's and the Pharaoh's and how God delivered the nation, the people of Israel through powerful works and deeds and miracles. That is what salvation looks like spiritually. He goes on and says, you, O Lord, have brought these people from the midst of the furnace of iron. Egypt was seen as a symbol, a shadow of the kingdom of darkness that had furnaces of fire and torment, vexation and oppression. Lack of hope. And it was of iron. It was strong. It had fetters and cords and ties. You tried to leave. It overpowered you and killed you. So if you study Egypt and the deliverance, you will know what it looks like spiritually. When a child believes on this God of King Solomon, God of Israel, God of King David of the Bible. That is deliverance, freedom from the kingdom of darkness, Satan himself. Verse number 52. So that your eyes, O Lord, may be open unto my supplications, my prayers, my cries, my petitions of your people your servants, your children, and unto the supplication, the prayers of your people, Israel, which means prince, the hidden spirit, you. Mm -hmm. You will learn that your spirit is to be a prince, is to be the inheritance of this God, of King Solomon. Now, at this time, King Solomon did not understand where the people went when they died. Some said they went to paradise. And they were kept there. Because they couldn't get into heaven yet. Not until it, the judgment was done on another. 
The price was paid for the sin of Adam. And all could be set free. He says, please remember that we are your people, your children. So please let your eyes and hearken to us. Hear our prayers, our cries. Listen to us spiritually. And all that we do and call for unto you. Sometimes people just say, oh God, help me. Sometimes it's just a little tear, a moan of a baby, a cry of the spirit that the soul doesn't even really know is there most of the time. So King Solomon is saying, please, if we are your children, your inheritance, and you are our God, please hear our cries, our supplications to you. Verse 53, for you, O God and Lord, did separate us from among all the people of the earth. That could mean we're special. We're not like you, but that's not what it means. The people of the earth are the soul that's in your earth, your dirt body. And it also means that when you become a believer in this God of King Solomon, you are different than all those who do not believe in him. And a separation is occurring. But God desires that all of humanity believe in him. He doesn't demand it, doesn't force people through fear and torture. He's a loving God. He can endure all your attacks, your blaspheme, mocking him, mocking all of his prophets. He can handle that because he knows you don't know what you're doing. And King Solomon is saying, please hear us and listen to us on our cries for help. The spirit will call unto God. It will look up for help. It will whimper for hope. Even if it's sleeping in a trance, fearful, it will have a little thought of the wish somebody would help me. They will call out the name God and not know who it is. King Solomon say, please, we are your inheritance. So look upon us, listen for us. And verse 53 says, you did separate us. From among all the people of the earth, you set us apart. Israel was set to be the first. They were to bless the whole world, teach and bring this knowledge to the whole world. But they didn't do that. They kept it just to themselves and they didn't want to share it. So God said, okay, I'll go get me a Gentile. That means the other guys. And I'll use them the way I was supposed to use you. And some of them just couldn't get it. They stayed in the natural world, not the spiritual realm. So he put a veil over their face. So even when they read the Old Testament, even today, they cannot see Christ Jesus, the Messiah, the cross, salvation in the Old Testament until they start seeking questioning and the veil is taken away it's hidden from them 
So sometimes we have to pray for them. They were the first, but they have become the last. And the last, which was supposed to have been reached through the Jews and this good news, they've become the first. Very interesting what's happened. So verse 53 goes on and says, you performed a Hebrews 4.12 on us. You brought us the spirit, Israel, out of the soul, out of the land of Egypt, the flesh, the darkness, the physical body. You delivered and freed us spiritually. Now that is done permanently in death. Mm -hmm. But until you can receive this gift of this God, you may have to spend some time in some dungeon cells in Hades. Mm -hmm. Did you know the Catholics said, you're going to go there, but we can help you get out of purgatory, make it shorter. If you'll pay some money to the church, in the form of indulgences. And you can get your grandparents out, your ancient aunt, just give us money. Oh, and that'll solve their problems spiritually. What a mess. So he is saying also, when you get me in you, you're going to be different. Your thoughts will be different. You'll be separated out into this world where it's light and beautiful, peaceful. And the other side that you were a part of, it will attack and it won't like it. But you will get that question answered. Which God claims you as his inheritance? When you understand this God of the Bible, not only does he want to give you a new land, a new spirit, but a new kingdom to live in eventually. And he will create a new earth for you to live on where there'll be no sin and death. And you will have a relationship as a father and a child. Other gods don't do that. They just tell you, you get to come to paradise and have all the sexual pleasures you want. But what about those poor people that are having to service you in sex? Are they angels, people, children? Well, maybe that's not what they want, but that's what you want. So some people create in their soul uh, uh, and in their spirit and in that world, it is possible to create an alternative paradise and believe it so strong that you will die and kill others to have 72 virgins for all your lifetime after death. Mm -hmm. That's right. Some just want a better place. Some just want out of the torment and the vexing, the pain and the memories, because they can't find healing in the world. They can't find solutions to their problems of their past memories, their trauma. They can't find this, where they are peaceful and they're in a relationship and they are a new creature. Pastor Deborah went through that. You go watch my story. And you read it, it's called It's Time. It's how the old me who was hurt and abused and a mess had to die. And it did on a cross, but I didn't have the realization of it until I had in a dream, I saw myself on the cross inside of Christ going through everything he went through. And then I saw myself get up out of the tomb, born again, 
glorified till you have that experience and you believe the old you died and you're a new you. Then I had to go and look at my earthly life and go, I don't know those people. I didn't live in that house. I am new. I never was abused. I never had that. Those were not my parents. I even had to go to my son and say, I did not give birth to you. Me, Deborah. Jan did. That was my name. You came out of that biological body, but spiritually, I am not your mama. But I would love to be your spiritual mama if you will accept me. So he accepted me. Can you imagine going to your own child and say, I didn't birth you? I did not marry the man that Jan married. Now, honor her commitment and care for him, bury him, take him up. But I have no sexual relations with him. I am not a couple with him. I am not spiritually connected to him. He got snakes inside him. Oh, they're nasty. He's got open doors and a lot of nasty stuff comes out through his eyes, through his mouth, through his spirit. That's right. So he is saying here, you separated us from that old life. You took all those. Do you think these little creatures back here, these new little, have any memories of being abused, fear or torment or past memories or addictions or being human trafficked or anything? No, they're babies, brand new. They're developing new memories in a new kingdom with a new father and family. They're new. They've never been created before. All that was there of the old spirit, the old soul, it's gone because this father became their father. They became his inheritance. So King Solomon says, Father God, we are your spiritual inheritance. As you spoke by the hand of Moses, your servant, when you brought and you freed and you did a spiritual circumcision on the nation of Israel out of Egypt, you demonstrated in the natural our freedom. You brought us out of that kingdom into yours. You held us by your hand. You guided us. Oh, and we rebelled against you, he says. But we became your inheritance. All of humanity, not in its shape that it's in, it must die. But when it is born again in believing in this God and his son, they become new creatures in him. That's right. We are his inheritance. We are his children. He desires to birth us anew and bring us to himself. He cannot bring what we are normally before the rebirthing. Cannot bring us when we're still in captivity in our soul. And we are still the old dead spirit. He cries for us. Pleads for us to come to him. He sends help for us, dreams and visions. He wants to be in a relationship with us, but because he's so holy, 
so grand and glorious. If he came too close to us in our current spiritual condition, which most of us are in, not Pastor Deborah anymore, he would hurt us. His glory and light, we couldn't look on his face. We'd have to hide. It would hurt us spiritually. So it says, I must rebirth you anew out of my own self. And he did that on a cross. And that's some new teaching that we can get into. What happened on the cross? Death occurred. Life occurred. Punishment was applied. The law was satisfied. Mm-hmm. Down into hell, preaching to the people in the prisons down there, getting keys to hell, death, and the grave, then getting back in his earthly body that was dead. And like game, the spirit was brand new, bursting. And it just brought that physical body back to life. It wasn't the same earthly body ever again was changed. It was infused with power and light. Oh, it scared the bejesus out of the Roman soldiers there. They ran away. And did you know that they told the truth to the Jewish leaders who had paid for them? But the Jewish leaders paid him off to lie that said his believers came and took him. No, he walked out. But in your new glorified body, in your new glorified earth, you can pop here, pop there, go to heaven, come around, change your looks. There's nothing then of this earth that can restrict you. They say, go through walls. No, you just show up in a room. That's all. Mm -hmm. So be encouraged. This God of King Solomon, the God of the Bible, he says to us, you, all of humanity, are his inheritance. He desires you to be his child and make a covenant of peace with you and give you an everlasting inheritance from his kingdom and from him to you. But you first got to get born again like this. Got to be made in his image and after his likeness, reborn, rebirthed. Spiritual circumcision out of the darkness of the soul and the physical body. You'll still be attached to it through a silver cord until death finally takes the physical body. But even then, he won't let you go down there. And if, he, if you're not his yet, he has asked me to put a cross at the entrance of hell with his son hanging on it saying to you, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. There is an angel there with a cup of living water for you to drink. And if you accept that word and that forgiveness and drink of the water, you'll never go into the hell itself. I was given the keys to hell, death, and the grave. That means the authority and the dominion. That's right, to the gates, to the entrance, because he does not desire you to go there. His son, Christ Jesus, already paid the punishment you were due. The price is paid. The punishment's done. You are now innocent. You just don't know it. And you have to accept that you were a mess. And you deserved what he got. 
but he took your place for you. And once you do that, boom, there you are. Pastor Deborah's one of those, and so are so many other wonderful people. If you notice, there's little ones and big ones. Yeah, we're all out there in the realm of the spirit with him. His spiritual inheritance, the God of the King James Bible, the God of King Solomon, Moses, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You are not the inheritance of any other God or goddess. Nope, only him. You be encouraged. Dear Father, help them to accept your gift of inheritance as your child. You know the way to make it happen. All they have to do is say, I want to be your inheritance. I want to be your child. And join with Pastor Deborah and so many others in an eternal life in relationship with you. It's out of this world. And Father, help them so they can come back to the new earth when it's done. And they can be about the family's business. And they can grow and learn in you and themselves. And they can be a part of the family of God, your inheritance. We thank you, Father, for doing your work, helping them to join the family. Birthing them a new, you are a baby-making machine for sure. He is busy bringing forth little ones out of the spirit, out of darkness, out of Egypt, and raising us up. You be encouraged. That God says you are his inheritance, his child. Just got to get you back home in the right condition. That's all. And that's easy for him to do. You just got to want to come into his family. That's all. And let him be your God. It's no biggie. But boy, the other guy who wants you, like the Pharaoh of Egypt, he'll try to come after you and still kill you. But guess what? God will be there to help you. You're a baby baby. All right. I'll see you next time on another word of encouragement out of the Zoom studios right in Pastor Deborah's living room with a motion video from Pixabay. Love to you always and forever. Pastor Deborah, bye.